It's the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 51. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm your host on this journey. Thank you once again for tuning back into another episode of the show. Of course, I want to start off by saying a huge thank you and a continued thank you to all those frontline workers, those healthcare professionals, those key workers that are doing such an amazing job keeping the country up and running and looking after people. It is so important that we listen to the social distancing messages that we are getting. We keep ourselves up to date. We stay informed. Uh, We want to get this coronavirus under control. We want to get back to some form of normality. Of course, I hope you're enjoying all of these extra episodes of the podcast that we're creating for you. Please do reach out, get in touch. Let us know how you're finding the extra episodes of the podcast If they are helping you and your business, we know that there's a lot of people who are in very uncertain times right now. They're maybe struggling to work out what's going to happen within their business, within their job. It's also important that you keep yourself informed and educated. And this is a great way for us to give you helpful information in the form of this podcast. If this is your first time, we've got another great episode lined up for you today. We are talking talking to Ruth Young, who is MD of Ruthless Media. She helps business improve their social media presence and content. She's going to talk about her business and career journey and share some helpful and practical tips for you, our listener today. Don't forget, if you are enjoying the podcast, please do rate and review the podcast. It's really important and it does help other people find out about the show. If you have somebody you would like me to interview on the Zero Lives Left podcast, please do get in touch. You can drop us an email into studio at zero lives left podcast podcast.com or you can send me a tweet to at zero lives left. All right, let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 51 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Uh, Ruth, you are MD of a social media consultancy providing content publishing and mentoring coaching for businesses. Can you give our listeners a little bit of an overview on your career journey to date and kind of where it all started for you? Okay, so when I was at school, I was one of those people who didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. Um, I kind of guess that's most people generally, but I, I ended up doing science as my, my, my A-levels, and that led me into university doing biomedical science. I thought I was going to get into this whole field of doing forensics or hematology, or I was going to save the world and create vaccines, which might be much needed right now. But <laughs> but I got to a stage during my, my degree studies where I kind of realized it was a career that wasn't going to suit my personality. Yes, the subject really, really interested me, but it didn't suit my personality. So I had to do a bit of a pivot um, and I ended up getting into the world of community and more particularly uh, youth work. 
So I worked as a youth worker and a family worker for nine years. And with that was a lot of building communities and um, building awareness of events and, uh, and all this sort of stuff, basically marketing for um, what was going on in the world of youth work and family work. And then I went into another role where I was working with young people who um, are a bit disengaged from society, a bit on the fringe of things, and using technology as a tool to engage them in uh, skill development, employment, hopefully back in the education again as well, and uh, delivering training to them. I also got into a role where I was working with uh, young people who had learning disabilities and uh, were also about to become parents or who were parents and uh, was helping them understand the skills that are needed for all of that. But with that, had to educate a wider audience as to why there was a need for this service. So there was a lot of marketing and a lot of network building for that and community too. Um, so setting up a whole new uh, network for that on Twitter and Facebook and so on. And then I, I moved into a role with, uh, with Young Enterprise where it was basically all around helping young people think about the idea of business and uh, absolutely loved that. I got to work with some amazing business people through that time and um, was inspired by so many business people. I met yourself through Young Enterprise and, um, and it's just a, a really, really good experience for me, but it also inspired me to then think, you know what, I'm telling all these young people to set up a business. Why aren't I just doing it for myself? So that led me eventually to setting up my own business. Um, I've got two businesses. Um, I know today we're focusing on my social media consultancy, um, but I've, I've one business where I've got a, a product in development, hoping to bring that to the market in about a year's time. Um, and then set up my second business, Ruthless Media, the, the social media consultancy. And uh, I've really, really enjoyed applying a lot of what I have delivered through my previous roles and experience in terms of network building, confidence for posting content, the, the skills for posting content, and just understanding platforms to people who maybe have never had that experience before or have been thrown in the deep end saying, oh, well, you've got a computer or you've got a Facebook account personally, do it for our business. Um, so a lot of what I'm doing is mentoring and coaching them to, to understand those platforms and get their message across for their businesses and ultimately reach their clients and customers and then get the sales. Now let's talk a little bit about your sort of, your journey. You sort of give us a great overview there of the sort of things that you've been up to. Was sort of running a business always in your blood? Was there somebody from a family, you know, who had a business or was it just something that you kind of thought, you know, I'm going to give this a go or was there, you know, like I, I sort of think about this from my own perspective, you know, my, I've got two kids and I've been self-employed. I've always been running my own business and I've been involved in different startups, uh, different organizations over the years. But for the most part, I've always been an entrepreneur and sometimes I think about the entrepreneur gene um, and how you get that. Are you born with it or do certain circumstances in your life force you to go down to that path? So from your point of view, was there, was there things that happened in your, in your earlier life when you were younger? Uh, maybe there was a family member who was a business owner, an entrepreneur that made you, made you want to look into that sort of path? No, I, I don't have family members who are business owners or entrepreneurs. I always grew up in that model of go to school, you do well, go to university, yeah. you get a job and you stick at it. Um, and, and that was fine. I, I followed that route. And then it just came to this point where I 
I kind of realized, you know, I was actually being very innovative in what I was doing. I was good at problem solving. Um, I had ideas of things that I wanted to achieve um, and ways that I wanted to work. And it wasn't um, possible within uh, employment settings that I was in. And uh, and so I was kind of brought to a point where it was like, you know what? I'm just going to become a risk taker and I'm just going to try this. Like I said, I um, had been speaking with young people for years in young enterprise about how to set up their own business and, you know, being a risk taker, a problem solver, a good leader and, and all of those skills that you need to be an entrepreneur and, and trying to inspire them to do it when they leave school. So why wasn't I just taking that challenge myself and setting up that, uh, that business of my own? So I suppose I had coached myself into it over a period of time without even realizing it um just from all those previous experiences of work and telling other people to do it and developing skills not only in other people but also within myself and I have to say I would not look back I absolutely love that I'm being entrepreneurial and applying um the things that I've learned and the experiences that I've had but I also really appreciate my time as an employee and because it taught me so much about the person that I am today and uh, help me to develop the skills that I need to be in this position now as well. Yeah, because whenever I think of the the sort of school sort of setup, and, you know, when I look back at my own sort of journey through education, and, and it is fair to say that education has changed an awful lot since, since even I left school, you know, there are lots of more different things that young people are getting exposed to, uh, you know, different aspects of, you know, learning and development and, you know, different speakers coming in and talking to them. And those were things that I never got exposed to. There was kind of none of that where they would bring in a speaker and that person would talk a little bit about their career journey or their business journey. And I think that, you know, listening back to, you know, what you're saying and, and other people who've been on the podcast before have to, so I suppose, sort of look at that and say, look, you know, there's nothing stopping me from starting a business. And you kind of mentioned young enterprise in relation to, you know, that's where we met. And obviously that's the work that, that they do as well. So with, with your involvement in young enterprise, what sort of stuff were you involved with? Was it going into schools and talking to young people or was it working on specific projects with them? What sort of stuff did you get up to? A lot of the programs that are delivered through young enterprise even talk about young entrepreneurs as young as like four and five years old. They, as a, an organisation, work um, in Northern Ireland with uh, children and young people aged 5 to 25, really to try and to educate them on skills, develop confidence and uh, and also inspire them in entrepreneurial activity. And that is also through bringing in entrepreneurs to speak as a first-hand experience. And my role when I was working for Young Enterprise was... Um, to coordinate the programs that were being delivered in primary schools and also managing uh, a member of the staff who worked in the primary schools as well, delivering programs. Some of those would have been classroom-based, which would have been for a morning or an afternoon or uh, maybe over a series of four or five weeks in the primary schools. Some of them also would have been part of what's called the company suite, where young people form teams and they basically start a business and they learn with a really hands-on experience of what it is actually like to run a business. So that was a lot of what my work involved and coordinating those programs, but also bringing in volunteers to inspire young people and just speak to them about their own first-hand experience. Now that I've left Young Enterprise, and I still absolutely believe in all that they do, I have been mentoring a group in Lurgan College this past year and uh, they're a group who've been running that company program, running a business and uh, selling eco products 
Um, they're called Beyond Green and I, if you want to look them up on Instagram or Facebook there. But um, but they have become the area winner for the, the southern region in Northern Ireland. They have gone on to interview for the Northern Ireland final, which will hopefully be announced in the next week or two who the winner of that is. And the winner of that will go on forward to the UK final um, for Young Enterprise. The winner of that stage will then go on to be part of the Junior Achievement Worldwide um, competitions. And, uh, and Junior Achievement really is the organisation that looks after Young Enterprise worldwide. Really, So it's, it's quite an amazing organisation to be a part of um, with lots of opportunities to, to see and explore and learn not just on a local level and lots of connections worldwide there as well. But I think the sense of now being at the side of a, in the position of being a volunteer has taught me a lot um, as well as helping the young people to develop their skills as well. They've totally inspired me in, in my own abilities and, uh, and just seeing their passion for learning has inspired me to keep learning as well. And I think that's always key when you're an entrepreneur um, and running your own business, that sense of not just thinking you know it all, or being close to this is my reset and I'm going to stick to it but being that innovative person and thinking outside the box and challenging yourself and strength broadening your thinking and all the rest of it as well. So moving beyond Young Enterprise and talking about business in its current climate and today we have very difficult and challenging times you know the coronavirus many businesses are struggling you know they're you know they're starting to look for other ways now to reach new customers there are restrictions in place right across the globe actually and social media and digital marketing is now more important than ever um, and I've been banging this drum for years to say look you have to have a presence online. You have to have a website. You've got to use your social media channels. You've got to tap in to the power that social media provides. It is essential for businesses. What would be some of the guidance that you would sort of say that people need to be thinking about? Or if you had any sort of advice for somebody maybe just who's a, a business who hasn't really got on board with social media yet, what are some of the things that they need to be thinking about right now? Well, for this time, while there are a lot of the uh shop fronts actually closed you've still got a shop front on social media and you need to keep that on display basically for people to stay connected to you to know that you're still going to be in business by the end of this whether you're in business now or not if you are in business now it is a a great opportunity because people are on social media a lot more they're looking for ideas of things to do at home or to entertain kids or um whatever but they're also looking for brands that they know and they recognize and can uh, be familiar with as well there's also people looking for solutions to some of the problems that they're having right now and maybe your business sure. solves that problem um even online as well um there are plenty of people who are looking to move their business online that has never sold online before and there's opportunities to get apps or websites set up now for e-commerce and uh, be selling as long as the, the royal mail or whatever is still working and functioning and government allows us to be able to ship things uh, through the post um, you know there's still a huge amount of opportunity for businesses to, to reach their audience through social media and then make sales on their e-commerce website or whatever that is so in terms of uh, staying engaged online I think it's crucial for businesses again regardless of whether they're selling or not right now um, I think people need that um, that relationship still with the brands that they're familiar with and the businesses that they know and they support um, and maybe it's a good time for businesses to show the face behind those businesses. Um, now they might have a bit more space to do those things instead of 
being busy running um, the behind the scenes, they could be up front um, and be the face of their business and talking about um, who they are, why they got into the business that they're doing and the struggles that they're facing right now, but also just a thank you for the support that they have from the audience that they do have as well. Um, so it's a good opportunity to, to think outside the box and how you engage and how you um, react to the situation. I've seen a lot of people who've just put their head in the sand and said, well, that's it, shop's closed. But uh, there's still plenty of opportunity to be uh, raising your profile and uh, getting ahead of the game. And for those who aren't trading right now as well, I think you also need to consider the long game for whenever we do come out the other end of this um, the shutdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it. You need to be keeping, keeping yourself in people's heads. Um, so when it does come to it, they'll be coming to you. Um, I was asked this week, what's the first place you're going to go to whenever the shutdown's lifted? Um, and uh, I, I put that post out on social media as well, and I saw a few people replying, and most of them were like their local takeaways or chip shops or whatever. But some of them are saying about how they want to go to the cinema and things like that. And I think it's really important for those businesses, for any business, to, to stay in people's minds and say, look, we're still active, we're still here, we're still functioning, and we still want to be a part of your life. Could not agree more. And I think that sometimes when, you know, businesses face these challenges and these issues, um, as you rightly mentioned, you know, they, they, you know, go to ground and they pull the shutters down and they sort of wait for everything to pass. But I think there's a huge opportunity right now to be creating much more visibility. And something that I've thought about over the past couple of weeks since this has all happened is this provides a great opportunity now to sit and focus at the stuff that doesn't actually get looked at. Let's take marketing, yeah. for example, or digital marketing or, you know, any form of communication is always secondary. I always find it's, oh, we've got a sale coming up. Let's promote it now. This is a great opportunity now to set up your marketing plan, put some very good foundations in place and start to push out some really valuable content. And as you rightly say, that you're in that person's mindset, they're thinking and they're hearing from you. And I think as well as that developing your own skills and your confidence in social media and digital marketing and so on exposing yourself yourself to stuff that you haven't had to do before because you've just ignored it or you just thought you know we're, we're getting by without it you could be developing your skills and even understanding how to schedule your posts or creating your content plan and so on or thinking about um your analytics do you ever take time to look at your google analytics or your facebook analytics or anything like that to understand who your audience is are you actually adding value with the content that you're putting out um, and reaching the audience that you want to it's taking a bit of time and looking at some of that information that's there that you never really get to like you say um, it also provides an opportunity for coaching and mentoring absolutely yeah and that was going to be the next thing i say you know if you're um looking to to develop your skills ask an expert there's plenty of people who are, are there doing this sort of stuff. I'm definitely more than happy to help people, um, particularly now that they've got the time to look at it as well. Um, but uh, there's plenty of time to, to do that sort of stuff or even looking at uh, some of the, the online stuff that's available from uh, like YouTube or various other platforms if you're not keen to pay for it, you know. Let's chat a little bit about networking and uh, the whole aspect of BNI, for example. And again, there are people now who've maybe found themselves very isolated in their businesses. And a lot of these networking events now are starting to take place online. I take part in Belfast R every Thursday night. And I <laughs> noticed that those guys are talking about having a live sort of Zoom thing going on, which is going to be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks. You're also part of the BNI. Uh, who have chapters all over the UK and probably, in fact, all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. Would this be an ideal time for somebody to consider something like BNI? Absolutely. BNI is a worldwide organisation. There's 
over 280,000 members worldwide and um, all sharing business and referring business to each other. Um, I, when I first came out as a self-employed person running my own business, made it one of the first decisions that I had um, to join a BNI chapter because I knew it would be a place where I would benefit in terms of my personal and professional development, but also to help me grow the business and uh, to help get to the point of uh, the money that I need to make to survive as a self-employed person. So my um, BNI chapter is, uh, is basically a, a great support for me. Um, it has helped me to, um, to get to the point where I am now. Thinking about now, at this current climate, um, with the whole coronavirus thing and whatever, yes, we're all meeting online. We don't have that um, face-to-face interaction in the same place, but we still are face-to-face online and still very much supporting each other. And uh, it's been a great opportunity actually to visit other chapters and get to know some people in other BNI groups around the world even. Getting involved with BNI long-term, definitely very beneficial. It's suitable for every business, maybe not every person, but it's worth exploring. And would now be an ideal time? Absolutely. If you want to explore what it's about, it's going to be really handy just to log into a Zoom call and, and see what it's all about and make your own decision as to whether it's for you or not. So there's definitely potential there. Happy to help anybody with that and point them in a direction to, to see what it's like for themselves. Super. Now, switching back to the world of social media once again, what are sort of the, some of the trends that you're noticing on platforms in terms of content? We're seeing a lot of talk of TikTok, um, you know, still uh, very popular. Facebook, a lot of people are still using it. What are some of the trends that you're noticing content-wise? Um, well, it's a lot about stay-at-home stuff right now. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, yeah, the how to content keep your kids entertained and keeping your kids entertained absolutely I mean you see celebrities are like you've got Joe Wicks doing PE first yeah. thing in the morning Jamie Oliver's doing cookery classes and Carol Borderman's doing maths and David Walliams reading stories and you know so there's there's definitely capacity to help keep an audience engaged through entertainment right now um, and that's probably where a lot of that is coming from I mean you mentioned TikTok there and um, I'm a TikTok user myself and uh, have seen a big growth in the amount of interaction and the amount of content coming on that in the past few weeks since sort of lockdown came into place across Europe, really, um, in different countries in Europe. I've seen a lot more people joining and, uh, and getting involved with that sort of thing. Um, and that sort of short burst of uh, just entertainment type content seems to be really appealing to people right now because there's not an awful lot else to do I suppose when you're at home and you've been there for a prolonged period of time but it's also a good way for uh, engaging and getting to know other people and um, and just being sort of entertained from a comical point of view as well so comedy seems to be probably another trend to think about right now um, from the point of view that it's all doom and gloom particularly in, in the situation that we're, we're living in um, with the news and so on. So if you're a brand or a person even who can just contribute a bit of light within that through a bit of humour and comedy or hope, um, that's always a, a valued piece of content as well. Um, and particularly right now with the current global climate. And of course, if you're a, a business or you're a small business owner and you, you know, the educational aspect or, you know, people are going to be going online seeking out educational content. So if you are somebody who is, you know, involved in the social media space or, you know, you're, 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 you're providing that mentoring and coaching service that you do, you're, you know, it gives you a great opportunity to push out that educational content in order to get people to sort of tap Absolutely. into the things that you can deliver. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's probably going to be a really good time for the likes of services that provide mental health support and 
um, even first aid support and everything as well. There's lots of other um, people who provide services that can be really good to learn at this stage and good to, to get educated from too. For sure, for sure. Now, within the podcast, we love to sort of give listeners actionable takeaways, you know, so things that, you know, they can sort of take away from listening to this episode and they can action right away. You know, it doesn't have to be a massive change within their business or their organization, but it could be something small that they can do today that's going to, you know, make a change and maybe set them in the right direction or indeed on the right path. What would be your three takeaways for those folks who are listening into today's episode? If they're a small business, if they're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, you know, they're, they're finding it difficult right now. What would you say to them? Well, firstly, get a bit of networking going. Don't be out there on your own, particularly at this time when we're all trapped at home looking at four walls. Um, get onto the likes of Zoom, join some networking events. Yes, Eventbrite might not have live events in person or anything at the minute right now, but um, there's lots of stuff on Eventbrite still. Um, there can be online events that are going on, so get involved with something and see about meeting some people, a virtual sort of context on Zoom and so on and, and having a conversation, um, particularly having conversations about how you are in your business and, and how they are in theirs and how you can support each other through that. And that can just be in you know the practical ways or it can be in the really simple ways of just listening to each other. Other actionable tips? I suppose looking at your own social media content and uh, and trying to plan a bit of that out right now, thinking about what you're going to do for the next month, what's going to be really relevant for your audience, what's going to help them. And not just thinking about your content from the point of view of here's what's great about my business. Think about, you know, why it's going to be great for your client, for the customer and um, what's the benefit for them. And uh, thinking about what content you need to share with them in this next month, particularly with the, the current situation that we're all in. How is it going to make a difference to their lives? And then thirdly, um, make sure you're getting yourself a, a bit of support when it comes to things like uh, learning and education. If you're needing a bit of mentoring, be it in uh, finances or marketing or social media or whatever it is, get speaking to somebody um, who knows what they're talking about. Don't uh, sort of fumble through it on your own. Yeah, I could not agree more. I think that support is really important in times like this. And, you know, having somebody there who's in your corner who can provide you with a little bit of mentoring, with a little bit of coaching, you know, somebody that brings a different element of experience to your company or your organization. And it's that support that can most definitely get you through something like this. And as I've said before on the show, you know, you're not on your own. There are people up and down the country, right across the world. We live in a very connected world right now. And it's so easy to jump on a Zoom, even to, to listen to a podcast. I go out for a walk, you know, once a day in the evening and I love to listen to a podcast and just listen to some piece of educational content that helps inspire me for the next day. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I absolutely love what you do in the podcast here as well. It's, um, I have listened several times in the past and I'm, I'm always coming away inspired. So thank you so much for just the content that you put out there. Now, tell me this, how can people find out about getting in touch with you? You've mentioned a couple of things in the interview today, and I want to just sort of recap on those really quickly, if I may. Let's talk firstly about the BNI, you know, the chapter. How do people find out about joining that? What's the best way for them to do that? Secondly, how do people find out about you? How do they connect with you on social media? Is there a website that they can visit? Where can they get in touch with you? If there's somebody, Ruth, who's listening in right now, who's maybe at that kitchen table, 
table, maybe struggling, you know, has heard what you've said and said, you know what, I really need a little bit of coaching when it comes to content or social media. How can they find out about you? Okay, so um, the first thing you'd asked there was about BNI and uh, those chapters. You can search BNI and uh, find chapters that are in your area. So say we're in Northern Ireland. If you Googled or whatever search engine you use, BNI Northern Ireland, there will be a set website for that. You can see all the chapters that are in your area. You can reach out to the president of that chapter and ask them to come along as a visitor and they will be in touch with you to provide the details for how to log on and everything as well. Or if you know someone within a BNI chapter, just say to them, I'd love to come along um, and uh, they'll be able to facilitate a visit um, or an introduction to a BNI chapter for you. Um, I am more than happy to do that as well. And you can get in touch with me. Um, my email address is ruth at ruthlessmediaservices.com. So that's uh, the other way that you can just get in touch with me, my email address, or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Ruthless Media NI and TikTok, but that's not my TikTok handle anyway. TikTok is Ruthless Youth. <laughs> and then uh, LinkedIn is just Ruth Young. Um, you can find me there as well. Or there's Ruthless Media as the business page. So there's lots of places you can find me and get in touch. And uh, I'm on each of those places quite regularly. So I'm never too far away. So if somebody has a question, there's something they want to bounce off you. Those are the ways to reach out and those are the ways to get in touch. And I would encourage people. I mean, I think in this whole time of uncertainty and challenging times that we're going through the coronavirus, it can certainly have an impact on people's mental health and their well-being. And, and getting in touch with somebody and having that even virtual coffee uh, can go a long way to, to helping people uh, on, their, on their journey. Ruth, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast today. It's been absolutely fantastic. Lots of great information in this episode today. And what I'm going to do actually in the future is we're going to pick this up um, beyond the days of the coronavirus. And let's do another conversation because I think what you've said today in relation to the key things and, and, and if, if I may, the simple and small things that businesses need to think about, um, you know, are so important and so relevant today, if not more than ever. Yeah, simple and small, um, seemingly, but to some, they seem like really huge mountains to climb as well. And they just don't have the confidence to get to that point. So, um, so it's making those baby steps to get to that point of being confident and doing those what seemingly simple, small things are. Yeah, and, and for some of us who've been involved in social media for a very long time, it can it can seem like that. It can seem, well, you know, that's a very simple thing that we're doing. But we sometimes, and, and I sometimes forget this, and I think other people do as well, you know, even just having the confidence to, to switch on that camera and hit the record button you know, takes takes so much confidence to do that. And it's about helping people through that process. And, and I think that's where the coaching and that's where the mentoring can really add value. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have been disappointed in that they've asked their, their young people in the past for help and because they've grown up with this technology it's second nature to them they don't actually know how to demonstrate it as uh, as something that they've never experienced before so um that's part of why it's good to, to get a bit of coaching from someone who knows how to, to help you along that journey as well and from the young person's point of view there's a collaboration opportunity as well because although the young people mm -hmm. know how to use the platforms the 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 business owners actually know how to make business opportunities, those two common things coming together can be an amazing, an amazing combination. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. Once again, a huge thank you to Ruth from Ruthless Media for spending a little bit of time with our listeners today on episode 51 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Lots of great takeaways in today's episode. Ruth talked about the importance of continuing to 
interact and engage with your customer, letting your customer know that your business is still there. Yes, we're operating in uh, unprecedented times. Things are different. Many businesses are closed, but that doesn't mean that we should stop visibility when it comes to reaching out to our customer, letting them know that our business or our brand is still here, and also maybe pivoting into that e-commerce element of our business and maybe selling some of our products and services through the online platforms which are currently available. Ruth talked about the importance of continuing to create content. Remember, people are spending more and more time online than ever before. They are searching for content. They are looking for information. So if your business or your brand or your organization or if you're a small business or an entrepreneur is not producing content, then you're not going to be as visible as those businesses who are producing content. Of course, if you're struggling with any of this, it is important to ask an expert, as Ruth rightly suggested in today's podcast, or maybe even join a networking group. Ruth mentioned the BNI. Of course, there are lots of other different networking groups available right across Ireland. I also attend some networking groups on a regular basis and all of these networking groups are now taking place virtually. But it does give you that opportunity to hear from other people, to get exposed to some different thinking and insights and ideas and a networking group can really help you and support you through these difficult and challenging times. But of course, Ruth also mentions about taking those baby steps. If you need some support and help, there is always help and support available. So do reach out, do get that help, that help and support. Don't forget the Zero Lives Left podcast is a platform for you to come on and share your business, career and life journey story. So if you would like to come onto the podcast as a guest, please do get in touch. You can drop me an email into studio at zerolivesleftpodcast.com and we can start that conversation. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do rate and review the podcast. Please do share the podcast with your community and stick around. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 52 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Please don't forget to stay safe and please remember those social distancing rules. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.